You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. Uh, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Talking League Sunday with the Kiwis and Robbo tonight. Brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach and win. Download the app and play now. Now, boys, how are we? How are we, Robbo? Thanks for jumping on, mate. Yeah, kia too. Thanks for having me, boys. Excited to make my debut on Sunday with the Kiwis and go back through round 12. Beautiful. Rich, how are you? We can't, we can't see you tonight, mate, but... No. Nah. Well, some yeah, you made a rude comment that I might have to sign up for being in here. There <laughs> seems to be a problem with my camera, and I'm not technically uh, advanced enough to be able to fix it. And my twelve-year-old's in bed, so yeah, he's probably good. I prefer it when you can't see my face actually, because I can have a few beers and no one knows. <laughs> no, good boy. So before we kick into it, how's your rounds gone? How how'd you go, Jace? Yeah, not too bad there, Shoots. Uh, 979, which having a look at the head-to-head for Talking League, I think that's the top score. I think I just clipped Paddy. Uh, we've slid just inside the top 4,000, so about you know 1,300 up. So I'm pretty lucky with that because I've had no major injuries besides cheese. Um, but yeah, a lot of coaches are going to be really wearing it after a pretty damaging round 12. Cool. Uh, and how are you going, Robbo? Ah, no, my name sorry, is... Rich, Rich, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you've got Alzheimer's now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always just have a couple of goals, and that's to sneak up the rankings in Talking League. And as long as I'm above uh, you and TK, I've made ground. So my miserable 870 is normally pretty bad, but it's above you and TK. So I'm uh, gaining on you fellas. So yeah, but it, it, just an awful awful week this whole week so yeah starting with bird going out on friday night uh and that just sucked because then i had to reverse trades and all sorts so yeah not good yeah i was, I was much the same so i got an 864 this week which i caught i copped a 9 a 21 a 20 a 19 and a 31 on my bench so uh it was not a good week at all so it can only go surely upwards from there now so we'll see how we go eh but uh, before we kick into studs, uh, we'll just have a quick word from the from the sponsors. Uh, so James, Australia first AI investing application for shares and ETFs. Learn more at jaimsapp.com. So in the coming weeks, we have eight tickets to a fully catered event at, uh, at a Roosters vs Storm round 20 game. Giveaway courtesy of James. So stay in touch with the socials to win and join TK, Andy, Corby, and Pat at our game. So uh, we'll kick into the studs for tonight. And Rich, you had Hopgood with his uh, 69, which you said was a good number. (laughs) I wouldn't know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was just good because there was a lot of chitter-chatter around, oh, Joe O's coming, Hopgood, yeah, he's yesterday's news. Oh, the 
The chat was just ridiculous. Uh, Hop Gun is a stud, you know, and if you want a stud coming over those big buy rounds, you're going to have to eat a little bit of humble pie, pay overs, and get them back into your team. Unless you're a loyal supporter like I am, and I've held him the whole time, and he, yeah, he's got his confidence up. He's offloading. I don't think he'll make origin, so, yeah, he's going to be quite the gun over the next few weeks. He could be captain material next week. I was going to ask, do you reckon he makes origin, but you don't obviously don't think he does? Robbo, you, you reckon he's a chance? I think it's probably premature. We've seen Ruben Cotter come back into form. If Ruben Cotter was still struggling with a meniscus injury and was out of the picture, I'd say he might have been an outside chance. But, yeah, I'd be absolutely stunned if he's uh, inside the top 21 for Queensland coming into game one. 100%. I think they have uh, quite quite a strong... Well, all the Queensland teams are in form, aren't they? So that definitely helps their case. Uh, Robbo, so you had Brown, Dylan Brown, not Nathan... Dylan Brown with his, I think it's a 78 last I looked. Yes, correct. Yeah, so Indigenous round, we had a Māori and Nguyen absolutely star, unfortunately against the Bunnies, but it was pretty funny in the uh, Talking League group chat after 10 minutes. Paddy, who's also an owner of Dylan Brown, was lamenting the fact that he hadn't accrued a stat yet after the first 10 minutes, like no tackles, run meads or anything. But he went in at about 28, I think, at halftime, and the second half he just tore it up. He ended up with four offloads to hand, which for an with for a half is absolutely incredible 140 run meters and of course chase down that try as well he's still a pretty reasonable price he'll probably be about 750k coming into round 13 but any coach like myself that picked him up in the past few rounds when he was in that low 600s is probably absolutely loving life right now yeah he looked really good uh when they play Sa- friday Saturday. friday friday night yeah. friday night yeah he looked um really good and well kiwi's game was coming up because dylan brown in that kind of form and and sean johnson Jeez, it'd be sexy. Very. Uh, so I went the big Tino Fasua Malawi with his uh, 77. And he looked good. He gave away his on report, I feel, for that shot on um, Reed Mahoney. Uh, but he played really well. 42 tackles, five tackle breaks, four afloat to hand, 148 metres. He looks in very good form heading into... Uh, origin so Queensland forward pack looks very scary at the moment especially with big Tino running amok there uh, questions we haven't got too many questions in the chat yet must be the early start that's uh, mucked us up a little bit but we've got a question here from Haynes uh, thoughts on Meadow to AFB next week is AFB worth the punt? Is he the real deal this season? Robbo, what's your thoughts as an outsider looking at the Warriors? Am I really an outsider, though? Because I was a Warriors member in 2020 and 2021 when they played on the Central Coast. And uh, probably up to this point, there's probably no one that lives in New Zealand that went to more home games over the last three years than I did because I saw <laughs> them play Gosford every second week. So maybe I'm slightly biased as well. And I had AFB in 2021. He did a great job for me. I think the issue I've got with AFB is nothing to do with the way he's played this year. He's been awesome. It's the fact that his score and his price is inflated by tries. And what we need to do over these buy rounds is obviously not only get our numbers up, but keep trying to tick over that team value and you know, get it up by an extra 100k every couple of weeks. And the problem with AFB is he's basically peak price. So if your team value is you know, north of, say, 13.3, 13.4, which a lot of coaches up near the top would be, yeah, go for it. But if you're someone like me who's struggling to get to 13 mil, I'd probably just 
have to you know, eat it a little bit and try and go for a lower option, say in that low 600s or high, sort of low to mid 600s. Like, not necessarily Tarpane, but someone in around that price bracket. I think he's probably um, got to let him go through to the keeper, I'd say. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, he's got like five or six tries this season. He's the Warriors' top try scorer. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't see that keeping up, but he has played really well. But I, I agree complete with you, completely with you. Uh, what about Meadow to Hopgood? Uh, uh, Rich, you summed this up pretty well. Are we thinking he'll be out for a period? Yeah, I think the physio said that uh, the fact that he couldn't bear any weight on that calf tends to lend itself to being quite a bad one. There's also another concern is that when Meadow went to the hospital, he got told he was going to have to pay for scans and he wasn't prepared to pay for his scans. So... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um yeah so i'll take meadows out for four weeks or something so he's gone burger and hopgood's the obvious uh straight swap if you don't have him and yeah hopgood's gunning it so get on that yep like it uh kieran i need some therapy i traded preston and sonny luke to burbo and jmk then had to play burbo when bird was injured also had the likes of cheese Lukey, Katoa, Miller, Walshi, <laughs> Tarpany, Grant, and Hostie. Uh, <laughs> what, what can you do for him, Robbo? What, if he's sitting on his on the big, you know, one of those big uh, chairs that therapists have, and you're the, you're his therapist, what are you telling Kieran? Well, well, the first thing I would be doing is having a look at that list and going, that's a lot of plays that are going to play next week that will get a chance to redeem themselves. Lukey, look, that's just unfortunate. That's going to happen with him. He's a front-running player. When they concede 66 points, the fact that he got a double figures uh, you know, is probably a little bit of a consolation. Katoa, again, that's a little bit unlucky. A lot of coaches have been weighing up whether to sell him recently, so holding on to him isn't a mistake. Miller, again, same thing. You're trying to hold him to 13 and then reevaluate 14. Hey, Walsh has been awesome this year. I, I haven't had him and I've missed out. So, again, that happens. He's not going to dominate every week. Tarpanay got a 40 and he did have a couple of missed tackles and I think he had a penalty in there as well. Yeah, look, it's not ideal, but he didn't have an awful lot of offloads. He's going to play next week. So, go again. Harry Grant, look, if you've held him all year, Kieran, you're absolutely killing it. He's still averaging, I think, just a tick over 60, which is really good for a hooker. And Jacob Post, well, everyone suffered with Jacob Post. So I think what you need to do here, Kieran, is just have a look at who's available for your green dots for next week. If you're in the double figures, like that 12-13, take a deep breath and uh, enjoy next week. Yep, like it. Rich, this one's for you, Ian Sparrow, with JDB for captain next week. Who will you be captaining next week, Rich? Uh, Hopgood's my favourite at this stage. Although I'll be at the game, so the SJ captain could be a hot take, um, I think. But if JDB doesn't make Origin, which I don't think he will, um, yeah, he's definitely a good option as well. I think we're looking for players that are... I guess the only thing when you go for a captain is you don't want to cop a 30, 35, or a 39 Heinz. Um, <laughs> so you're looking for a 50, 55, so... JDB's lock solid, can't do worse than getting 55 the way he's playing. So I'd like that as a as an option, Ian. Who, who are you going, Captain uh, Robert? I'll be sticking it on SJ. Uh, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that you know he's averaged about 60 and he'll be playing up against the baby Broncos. Uh, I think yep. he'll do superb. 
Going back to 2017 in the first bye round, they played the Broncos in a similar style of game. And he scored a sick try, scored 75. So if we get something in that 60-70s, I'd be pretty happy with that. But you know, even if the Warriors you know, say have an off, off day, he's still probably going to get you a high 40s to low 50s with the way he's been dominating the kick meters and been really good in defense this year, which actually isn't surprising. His numbers aren't usually that bad. Uh, so yeah, I'd be going SJ for sure. Yeah, first first ever game at, uh, must be the first ever NRL game at Napier as well, I believe. So um, pretty exciting stuff for the guys over there, especially after all the, all the floods and stuff. Uh, one more question before we head into duds. Hawera Wall, uh, who are we swapping the cheese for? Robbo. So I am a cheese owner. I have traded him out and then traded him back in. He's out for eight weeks, so he's got to go at some point. <laughs> what I'm lucky with, though, is I'm coming into round 13 with 12 players, and I'm essentially either missing an edge or a centre, and I'm looking at the options that I could potentially trade in with only one trade. There's no one there, so I'm probably just going to hold him in 13 and then reevaluate in 14 when I might be making two trades. At that price, there's probably a not, not a lot going for you there. Uh, I did trade in Zach Lomax this week, which I know was a bit of a controversial decision. I just saw him going back to right centre, priced a little bit unders, and again, I need to take cheaper options. So uh, when Bird was out, had to reverse that trade, kept Tedesco. Thanks, mate. Um, Zach Lomax is an interesting option. But yeah, I think with that one, unless there's a specific round 13 option you really like, just hold it a week, and then another obvious candidate will come in round 14. Yeah, like your advice here, Robert. Uh, before we get into duds, another word from the sponsors, Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy for free with Game Day Squad. It's your skill, your squad, your fantasy. So play now. Uh, open free new player packs each week and build your ultimate team. It's fun, it's free, it's easy. Compete and play now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app. Good fun. Game Day Squad is... Uh, duds. Now, Rich, you, you had a combo duds this week. The combination of the, the Smiths. Yeah. Uh, Mr. 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 Smith. Mr. and Mr. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Brandon, you know, did do you have Brandon Smith, Shooter? Yes. Oh, mate, I thought we had an intervention and said you weren't allowed to get him again and I'm, you... I'm Dismissed all your friends and you went and got them again. So you can suffer in your jocks because you got what you deserve. <laughs> I need I needed a hooker. I needed because I had JMK, so I needed a hooker last week and it was all I could do. Yeah, it, it's probably a lesson we'll talk about later, but um yeah, if you're a Smith if you're a Smith owner and now yeah, it, it's just I don't know, he just burns people and he's definitely on the list. I avoided him this time by the skin of my teeth. I was definitely looking at him and avoided him. Uh, and an injury is an injury. That's just unlucky. But Billy the Myth, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you owners that had him from week one are going to say, oh, I've made all this money. But, yeah, enjoy your 19 because, honestly, he is so bad at football. It's His errors, his game awareness is just awful. And the only thing left that he's got to give you is an injury. And ideally, it'd be good if he gives you like a one-week injury that just stretches into about four weeks where it keeps saying week by week he should be named this week because, yeah, he's going to burn people. And I must admit, I, I sort of smiled a little bit when he got his uh, 19 and was just missing tackles for fun. 
I actually feel a bit sorry for the cheese yet. There's an interview that came out with him today about, I think it must have been filmed today or yesterday, and uh, he is he's quite down at the moment. He's injured. He knows he's not playing well, but to be fair, not many of the Roosters are playing very well at the moment. So hopefully he comes back strong after his broken hand and, and he goes goes good. Yeah, he's a good character. He was on the Matty Johns podcast this week, uh, the family podcast, and uh, you could tell he was a bit down and they were sort of trying to poke a bit of fun at him. And, yeah, you can just tell when someone's a bit down and I guess sometimes someone's just got to take him out for a beer and say, mate, it's football. You know, yeah. you could be you could be a carpet cleaner, you know. That would suck. Yeah, could work for Rich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robbo, you had James Fisher Harris this week, who TK actually said in the chat two about two or three weeks ago he was arguing with someone at the pub that James Fisher Harris is the best prop in the world at the moment. He did not have a good yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think fantasy will enter that debate. He's definitely in that conversation. And just on Billy Smith, you know, it's the first time this year he's come up against a lockdown defender in Zach Lomax, who just had his measure the entire day, and shock horror, he scores below 20. But going back to Fisher-Harris, scored 16 points in 37 minutes, which, you know, the numbers on both sides in terms of the minutes and the points aren't great. What is really concerning, though, is a lot of coaches are looking at this middle stretch of the season between rounds 14 and 18 and looking at the Storm, Panthers, Roosters in particular. I think there's another team that I'm missing that play all five of those rounds. And we've deed a few players from those teams. Obviously, Tedesco is a player that won't play all those because of origin. Joseph Manu, we don't know because of that injury. Cheese is gone. And obviously, with Panthers, they lose a few to origin. And he was looking as a solid option that if we could get, say, 50 to 55 minutes out of him and score in that high 40s, low 50s, he'd be a nice option to have in those five weeks because you know he's a Kiwi. He's going to play every single week and get you some scores, and then you can reevaluate at round 19 whether you keep him for the rest of the season. But the problem is with this 16, we've got no confidence going into round 14 that he's actually going to turn around. And it's a lesson for all of us that, yes, a player might have lost 200 250k off their starting price, but often there's a reason why they're They've lost so much, and that's because they've performed poorly in a fantasy context, and James Fisher-Harris is that at the moment. So, yeah, I probably won't be going anywhere near him or Nass at the moment because we just haven't seen that upside that we need to see if we're going to grab them at that discount price. Do you think um, Api Corusel going hurts his game a little bit? Potentially. I think just the way that game was played, it wasn't really a game where Fisher-Harris was required to engage a fair bit. And I, I think you know, he missed three tackles, which is uncharacteristic for him and the way he missed him. And he had that penalty, which I know we could debate till the cows come home. The way I saw it was he tackled someone too hard and got penalised, kind of like Zach Lomax on, uh, on Friday. And yeah, he just he did what he needed to do to help the Panthers win the game, which unfortunately from a fantasy perspective wasn't what we wanted to see. Fair enough. Nice. Uh, I had this week for my dad, poor old Helam Lukey, with his massive thirteen points. Uh, to, to be to be to be fair, the cow the Cowboys looked terrible. Um, there wasn't many players that scored very high in that Cowboys team at all. So uh, he played fifty minutes. He got through twenty two tackles, had eight missed tackles, but he was actually the highest of the missed tackles looking at the stats here, but there was a lot of missed tackles in that Cowboys team um, and 31 run metres. So he just didn't didn't do too much. Uh, I dare say if that was a game the Cowboys were actually in, he would have probably scored fine. 
I think you're looking at a probably mid 35s, 40s player at average with Heelan personally. Probably other people have different opinions about that. Um, but when they get 66 uh, points put on them by the grand final, this year's grand finalist Tigers, uh, it's never it's never going to look too good for your scores, and it didn't look too good for any of the other Cowboys players either. So I d- I didn't pick up pick up Heelan. Did um any other guys I pick him up? No, uh, apparently though. Uh, the reason Kyle's not here is he's actually got uh, uh, Lukey PS uh, post-traumatic stress disorder because he picked him up week one, played him, he gets 20. Week two, he puts him on the bench, he scores 85, he doesn't play him. <laughs> and of course, he played him this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, old, old Kyle, he's, just, he's pooed the bed and he's just... He, yeah, I tell you what, he wouldn't want to uh, come across Hill and Lukey in a dark alley because uh, I think he might have a few words to him. But yeah, no, it's pretty fun. <laughs> People still made cash on him. They would have made, what, 100 odd K off him. So, you're not that much because, mm. yeah, and a lot of people jumped on either last week. And yeah, Jace wrote a really good article about it stating that it was pretty foolhardy to jump in this week. And uh, there's a pretty good meme on uh, the Talking League uh, Instagram where it was uh, Homer Simpson coming out and, you know, like, yeah, I'm a Helen Lukey owner. And then this week he's just backing into the hedge. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. surprised you know what a meme is at your age, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did your daughter say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what Instagram is. we'll uh, crack into these comments Uh, so we've got one here from former All Whites captain Ryan Nelson good to have you on the the comments Ryan Uh, Ponga goes to origin is Miller a hold due to his form whilst Ponga was out and what are we doing with Brandon Smith only got 70k in the bank Robbo what's your thoughts I, I, I quite like where he's going with this actually yeah I do as well not only the former All Whites captain there, but it's a question that a lot of coaches are going to have to deal with in terms of both Miller and I'm going to assume that's Brandon Smith because you wouldn't trade Billy Smith out if you've just recently traded him in. I think with Miller, look, we're around 13. I'm going to assume Ryan's playing overall. If he's not, that's a different story. You've got to keep him this week because wing a fullback for round 13 is hard to fill. Get him in. And then the Knights have got to buy in round 14. So I'd probably just give him a final ultimatum and say, hey, if you don't score above 40 or something this week, you know, measure it up, chop him for round 14. With Brandon Smith, maybe package these two players together because if you're really desperate for someone around 13, you go for one of those cheaper options that might pop up. But I'd be tempted, and it's something I'm going to be doing personally, is holding both these players. Obviously, Miller will score for me and Cheese won't. But maybe have a look at someone like Jacob Carraz if his knee looks a little bit better. I know in the back half it wasn't looking too flash for him. Um, he's a popular trade-in candidate in round 14. It really depends on uh, you know, what Ryan needs for round 13, but definitely hold Miller. And with Smith, it's just going to be a matter of working out where you're weak for round 13. Nice, beautiful. Uh, Lua Gilbert, round 13 player suggestions. Most likely going to trade out Matto, Burbo, and Cheese. Looking at mids, hooker, and a wing fullback. Rich, have you got any advice for Lua here? Yeah, he's in trouble. You've, you've probably got to hold Burbo because there's no point trading a 220k guy um, unless there's a, a hot prospect like Burbo pop up. Because <laughs> we all had Talao and went, oh, great, Burbo will solve our Talao problem. 
and how's that turning out now? It's not aging well. So uh, he needs a mid, a hooker, and a wing fullback. Yeah, that's that's not looking good. Hopefully he can go Maddo to Hopgood, and then he can go Cheese. I don't think he'll need a hooker. If he's trading Cheese, I'd assume he's going to have Reese Robson, so he can hold out on fixing that hooker problem until round 15 and just wait and see what turns up. And that's going to be my advice for a lot of people is just wait. And this is probably my biggest learning again. I'm that old that I should remember things, but I start forgetting things. So um, when it comes to buy planning, I reckon I went too hard too early and had my team set. And then I had a rough week last week. I've had a rough week this week. Um, yeah. I, so, yeah, hold out on getting your hooker. And then with a wing fullback, there's just no real good options for round 13 that I can see that you don't have. Maybe try C and K. I don't know. <laughs> you can tell I've had a rough week, though. <laughs> it's not it's Sorry. Sorry, Lua. Uh, Jordan, Tohu, obviously a good player, but injury-wise, has to Tohu for origin period. What do you think, Robbo? This one is really dependent on the trades that you've got, Shooter. So I have Haas, I've got Cleary, and I've got Tedesco as my three origins, origin certainties. We might have another one pop up like a horse, bro. Although I'm hearing for uh, for, for New South Wales, I think Debella might be safe. It might be Totola coming onto the bench there, but more to come on that. With Payne Haas, I'd be trying to hold him where possible because... Jake made a really good point in the group chat uh, this weekend that, yes, we do get eight trades at round 20, but we're going to be using most of those on replacing players that are getting injured, suspended in that last eight weeks. We don't really want to be using two, three trades to trade out three guns to bring in a cashy, uh, a cheapy mid-slash-mid-ranger and one of these elite guns like a Heinz Haas. No, Grant's price probably isn't going to be that expensive, but Cleary. So, yeah, grab Tohu if you can, Jordan, but if... You've got the ability to do so. I try and hold on to Haas, especially if you've got your team value above 13 mil coming into round 13. Beautiful. Uh, Ian with another question here. I only have one hooker, Robson. Who's a good backup hooker? I'll answer this. There's not many good backup hookers. There's not really uh, many good cheapies at the moment. Uh, I would have said cheese a couple of weeks ago, but um, like, <laughs> who, like who, do you go, who do you go as a backup? Uh, Tyler Boyd, Tanner Boyd, or yeah, well, I um, with the news that Edwards got benched today, I reversed my trade and I had heaps of cash in the bank, so I was just scrolling through players and I just landed on Tanner Boyd. And honestly, I felt sick putting him into my team. He's oh, he's horrible to watch, isn't he? You know, can't even kick the ball and play. Yeah, scores scores okay, fantasy wise. That's all you. That's all you want, Robert. You're not the coach of the Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> I might as well be. Yeah, he's not going very good. Uh, I'll get another question in there before we crack into some footy chat. Uh, does anyone know how long Bird's out for? So with this one, going off the Dragons' official media, they said he was out with knee soreness. Obviously, we know he's got a pre-checkered history with knee injuries, and I think they've just gone righto. This is a great opportunity to give him a spell before... Uh, I mean, I don't think the Dragons are going to lose anyone in origin besides Ben Hunt. They've probably just looked at it and gone, 
look, let's you know, if he's unsure about his fitness going to this game, let's just pull him out and then he'll be good to go. Because they've got a, not a short turnaround, but they had a six-day turnaround. They play on Thursday against uh, the Dolphins up here at Redcliffe. So I would expect him to be named this week, Harrow, but whether he's a late withdrawal, at least it's at the start of the round if you're looking to trade him in. Yep, beautiful. I uh, just want to bring this comment up as well because I agree uh, from Michael Collier. Garrick stud, and I bought Garrick in this week for someone. Oh, AKP. And it, he played beautifully. So, and he, I'd say he plays fullback over origin period. No. No, it'd be weeks, oh. I would imagine. Weeks, yeah. Okay. I still don't mind him on the wing. He scores well, so. Oh, oh absolutely. And he kicks goals, and he kicks goals at a good clip as well. If Manly can show this form over the next few weeks... He, I don't think they will. They, no, they, they might do. I can't even remember who they've got next They week, often but, go uh, quiet over Origin, though, don't they? Once Cherry Evans is out. Um, and Jake. And Jake and Tom. And then you're left with Big Lumpy as your six. He's not doing anything. So He played yeah. well tonight, I thought. He did play well, but he's not the main man, is he? If he cops a lot of attention. They're not going to be running at Cooper Johns, are they? And going, okay, shut Cooper Johns down. They're going to just run it um, big lumpy and he won't do anything. They are playing the Knights, though. Mm. Is Olokowaru making New South Wales? I know we're not talking about origin, but... I don't think so. I uh, like if I was picking the team. Obviously, my name's not Brad Fittler. I'd have him in there on the bench. I just love him as an aerial option. When you know, if you're trailing by less than a try, you just want to chuck up bombs. He's probably the best player to be kicking at uh, from an attacking perspective. But it appears that it will be Murray starting on the left edge, uh, Liam Martin starting on the right edge, Frizzell on the bench, and potentially Hudson Young as well. Um, I assume he didn't get cited for uh, pushing. Who was it that scored the trial? Was it Schuster? He decided to push him and then there was like a 20-player fracas uh, with the last yeah. five minutes. Hudson Young yeah. and Kippy. Kippy actually got pushed and then he hit his head into one of his own players and he looked pretty sore afterwards, though. Hmm. Oh, yeah, be interesting. New South Wales team should be out shortly, too. Uh, tomorrow, I so, think. Oh, is it tomorrow? Sometimes they do it on a Sunday night and then Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Sunday night. I think Queensland have got in their heads and they've gone, we're just going to name it the same time they do. Uh, okay. That'll be interesting anyway. I think the teams have pretty much been leaked. So uh, so instead of Warriors chat this week, I put it to the boys to give me their club's uh, best signing and player of the year so far. So I'll start off with you, Rich, being the, being the Warriors fan. Who is your signing of the year for the Warriors? I think um, Dylan Walker, uh, and he's just really added that spark off the bench. And when we're at our 1-17, to 17, I honestly believe we've got the strongest bench in the NRL. When you're bringing on Jazz Devaga and Dylan Walker, that punch they added in the game, it might have been the first game against the Dogs, where they both came on and actually played prop. They just gave us such impetus and such punch through that we started dominating again, whereas in the past, sometimes our forwards haven't had that uh, punch forward. And Dylan Walker, just being slightly smaller, he also offers that ball-playing role. And so when he can offer that ball-playing role, we've seen him set up tries for uh, Adam Fenua-Blake. 
it gives two options. So he can either punch forward or he can offload. And so that's his best role. But we've also seen that versatility when we've needed him. He can also play six and many other roles. So, yeah. He, he can Dylan Walker can pretty much play anywhere as well, eh? So uh, that's how versatile he is. But you are right. When him and Jazz are coming off the bench, the Bash Brothers, they call themselves, we're, uh, yeah. we're killing it. So who, who's... It, then you've also got um, your boy. Who is your boy? The prop that you had in your team? Arley. Oh, Tom Arley, Arley. yeah. Tom Arley as our third one and so and then we'd normally have um josh curran as our fourth so aaron poggy thinks i'm joking so if he wants to name his stronger bench from any other team just list it down buddy <laughs> that, that's that's uh young tonema pair from the you decide pod uh so who's 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 your he's a sharks fan by the way he um oh, they're crazy who <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who's your player of the year then so far? I know we're only halfway through the season, or nearly halfway through the season, but who's your player of the year for the Warriors, Rich? Oh, okay. Um, player of the year is no-brainer. It's Sean Johnson killing it. But um, yeah. I think if you asked me earlier who was my most improved player this year, and you could probably answer it's Sean Johnson again, but I actually think it's Wade Egan and the direction that he steers the ship, and you can see a a significant difference when he's playing than when he's not. So Freddie Lussick's solid and uh, pretty consistent at just feeding the ball. But when Egan's there, he's picking those options really well. He knows when to get the ball out quickly or whether just to hit it up to one of the big fatties and just to crash it up. So, Yep, have to agree with you there. Now, Robbo, you're, you're a Bunnies, Bunnies fan. Mm -hmm. you, just haven't, you just haven't signed anyone this year, have you? That is correct. We made no signings to our top 30 this year. So we sort of reframed this question for South as who's the most improved player. And, you know, unfortunately, he's been injured for the last few weeks. He pretty much got injured as soon as I traded him to uh, Kyle and Draft. It's Keon Kolamatangi. He probably would have been in the New South Wales team if he stayed fit. With South's change of uh, shape of attack, he's really benefited. And he did a lot of hard yards early in the season for South when we had no middles, and he often played 80 minutes in the middle. So Colomitangi has been the most improved player for South, and he was starting off a very high base coming into 2023. Beautiful. And who's been your player of the year so far? Hard to go past Cody Walker. He leads the league in line break, sorry, try assists and line break assists, which I know South haven't had a buy yet, but you look at the try assists, it's Reese Walsh and Mitchell Moses that underneath him who also haven't had a buy. He's just been incredible. With the way that we've changed the attack here at South with Murray going deep into the line, which has obviously killed him and Cook from a fantasy perspective, but it's just made the halves and the trails so dynamic. Uh, and they've all improved on their fantasy averages this year, especially Walker. And I think Elias is still clicking around the low 40s, I think, which is you know, not too bad from where he started last year. But yeah, he's just been incredible. Walker, he's made some really big plays, uh, but he's still got a bit of anger in him, as we saw at the end when uh, things weren't going his way, when Parramatta were too good. Yeah. I love watching Cody. Yeah, he's, he's such a... Uh, he's like a bit of a frustrating player to watch as a as an opposition fan, I guess you, you'd say. Yes. But um, he is very good to watch also. He's such a gun player. And like, you forget yeah, he, how old he is, because he's... How old is he? he 
Uh, 32, I believe. I can double-check that. I'm pretty sure he's 32. But I think I think with Walker, is he only debuted in the NL at 26, so he's a very young 32. Uh, yeah. He was in the Storm system before that, and circumstances that we're probably going to hear sort of kept him out of the NRL. But when he got, to, got his chance at South, playing six and then a bit of fullback, uh, he kept at his craft. And, you know, he's probably, like you said, probably the most instinctive footballer in the game, uh, along with Reese yep. Walsh. They're both really fun to watch. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, I've just seen a nice question pop up that probably leads us into a good little segment coming into round 13 uh, from Carl Olsen. How, any must-haves for 13 playing head-to-head? I have Harris, Johnson, Ford, and the rest of Duds. Is Moses a must? So what are we, what are we looking like for 13, boys? We'll start with you, Robbo. Yeah, so interesting question with Carl. We'll get to that in a second. So my 13, I should have 12 players. So my hooker will be Jeremy Marshall King. My mids will be uh, Corey Horsburgh if he doesn't get picked. Joseph Tarpanay and Hame Sele. I'll have one edge in Jaden Sewer. I'll have SJ and Dylan Brown in the halves. Centres will be Connie Lamalewa and Zach Lomax. Winger fullback will be Scott Drinkwater, Lockie Miller and K.O. Weeks. So that's assuming he gets the fullback slot. I'm pretty happy to roll with that. And even if Horsburgh was drawn into origin, I'd probably just leave it at 11. So that's not too bad. In terms of the question from Carl, it's an interesting head-to-head league he's in because most head-to-head leagues will have buys in the major Byrons at 13, 16, 19. So that's an interesting league you're in there. You've got Harris Johnson and Ford. And with Moses, I don't necessarily think he's a must because your head-to-head league is surely playing in round 14, right? And he is going to be quite expensive, I would say. High 700s, if not 800s, in going into round 13. If you haven't got Moses, I think you just have to admit defeat on that because he doesn't play in 14. Yeah, 100%. Uh, what about you, Rich? What are you looking like for 13? Yeah, so I'm going to be running Reese Robson, Hopgood. Uh, I've got Madison and Arrow, but obviously Madison's a gone burger, so... He'll probably materialise into Tohu Harris. Uh, and then I've got Jack DeBellin in my mids. And then I've got Zach Hosking. Uh, Zach Hosking won't play, so I'm going to need another edge. So I might have Lemuelli And um, Preston on my... No, Preston's not there either. So, yeah, my team's gone good now. I love these boys. <laughs> Just, honestly, I will sit and forget. I've got Jai Arrow, but do you think he'll make Origin? You'd imagine he makes a bench at least. Yeah, I think him and Flagler will both make the bench for Queensland. Yeah, so I'll end up trading in those positions. I've got uh, Katoa and SJ, but I'm not happy with Katoa. He got hooked last night, so I can't cop another low score. So he's going to get traded into... Someone. One of the Parramatta players, probably. (laughs) Yeah. And then I've got... uh, Lemuelli, Bird, Miller, Drinkwater, and CNK. So, yeah, I'll have thirteen. Yeah. I, I I can't cop. I can't do a robo and just play twelve. I'll just trade to get thirteen. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm much the same. So I've got. I'm going to need to rejig this and look at it. I haven't haven't looked at it too deeply after the pain of this week, but. So I've got JMK at hooker. I had Meadow. I thought I was set in my mids, but at the moment I've got Horsburgh and Tohu in my mids. Um, my edges uh, hop good at the moment. And then I was planning on just playing Kato and SJ in the halves. That may change now. We'll see. 
Um, hopefully I can play Lemuelu and Bird in the centres. And then hopefully I can play Walshy, Garrick, and then I just need to find a um, wing fullback from somewhere. I do have Host to play on the edge if I need to. I don't really want to. And I, was, and I would have copped a Ben Trebojevic on the edge, but that doesn't look likely to happen now either. So I'm much like you, Rich. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll have 13 anyway, hopefully. Um, I'll have a bit of cash there to play with, so... Uh, I'll, lose, I'll use my last remaining trades on making sure I'm good for round 13 and then give up for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But that, that's about it for us tonight, boys. Uh, yeah, thanks. Just one other question from a uh, good friend of the show, uh, Christian Baralis, and he wants to know, is there any position but centre where he can get good value for the cheese trade? And... Uh, yeah, it's really tough because when we're talking about value now, sometimes I think Parramatta, those edges could be interesting. So I think old Chris, he got on the Cardi party round one. He could be set for a second party with the Cardi. Or he could even think about Joe O. Like Joe O lost money this week and went, so he'll be about 480, 475. And he could be straight into that team this week. So, Joe could be a real fantasy relevant player again this year. So, only problem is Joe Offer and Hangawi does not play thirteen. So you'd probably wait a week or two. If goes to Para though. Oh yeah, He's true. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. I had a blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, Rich. Yeah. The only thing I'd say with Parramatta plays, though, is we've got this round 14 by, which is the next round. It's not like it's two or three rounds down the track where we can sort of kick the decision down the road. Uh, well, I did see that question pop up before from Chris, and I did do some quick numbers. If he doesn't have Scott Drinkwater, they'll be about the same price, Brandon Smith and Drinkwater. Drinkwater's round 15 by, very manageable. 560 is probably underpriced. And let's be honest, anyone who scores... 57 when their team gets beaten 66 to 18 is probably a fantasy relevant asset. So, yeah, drink water might be your man if you need a winger fullback, which, based off Chris's situation there, he's anything but centre. So, he might be drinking water this week. He, he does look uh, like he's playing very well. <laughs> he does look like he's playing very well at the moment. So, I, I had him at the start of the year. So, it'd be another, another one that I have to take back. Hey, I've done yeah. it. I started with him, lost 60-odd K on him, and then picked him back up at 500, and he's back on his way up. Um, yep. So, yeah, look, sometimes you just need to... Yeah, it, I mean, the thing with Drinkwater, it's probably the same for you, Shoots. He was missing three games of the suspension. You can't hold yeah. a 600K asset in round three for three games when he's already lost money, has a super high break-even. That was one where yeah. it's like, he's going to be a great option later on, but, hey, we need to take our medicine. Let's grab another option, and we'll see if he becomes uh, useful later on, and he has. So I think at 560, it'd still be a, a decent buy. Yeah, it definitely. sounds like okay. Telekai. Flipping <laughs> Telekai. Honestly, I, this week. So Telekai. Now, now he's started. Now you've got to start. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, so eight, I buy Telekai. 55, I think, oh, mate, I am the man. I'm picking, I'm picking nuggets from the earth here, and then he pulls up lame with a sore neck. Oh, yeah, sore neck one week. Oh, it turns into two weeks. So I flick him, and then I do three trades this week, and then birds out, 
and I only had the Bear 17. So then I had to sell Ford, who I'd held for a week. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> And then the boys all say, oh, Edwards is on the bench. And I'm like, oh, well, he's not going to get the minutes that I'd planned on. So I had to heave-ho him. And now, yeah, I look at my round 13 team and I'm short of mid. So, yeah, go figure. That's easy to fix, probably, though, with mids. I'll probably buy Ford. <laughs> uh, uh, you sound like you just need your own podcast, Rich, where you just moan. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I just need one other guy about my age and, like, you know those two old guys in the Muppets just hurling abuse all the time? That would be me. Yeah, just, like, complaining all the time. And the older I get, the more I complain, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Well, it's us for the for the weekend, boys. Thanks, Robo, for coming on. It was great to have you, mate. Yeah, cheers for the invite, boys. And good luck for getting a team together for round thirteen, Rich. Yeah, nah, it's all good. I'm I'm up off to Napier this week, so um, just a quick shout out. There was a fellow he sent a message in the Instagram messages. Said he owns a bar in Napier. I've misplaced that uh, message, so. Hit us up in Instagram messages and um, me, uh, Willie, and a few other boys from Napier might pop in for a beer So um, before the game. So looking forward to that. And, yeah, it'll be good. I haven't been to Napier for a long time. Yeah, while, while you're going to the Warriors, I'm going to a musical with my wife in Auckland. <laughs> 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 Who's the real winner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we look forward to your uh, review next week. Which one is it? It's called Kinky, but I am actually quite looking forward to it. I, my, my missus has got me into musicals. Now, I don't mind it. It's called Kinky Boots. It sounds like it'll be quite fun. So, uh, Yeah, we look forward to the review next week. Shooters uh, actually, musical review. Yeah, next yeah. week. I look like a musical guy as well. Oliver Tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys. Okay. Cheers.